0: Oh I lift you, Balat. The coins, Balat. Toss the rupees into my mouth.
1: You'd better come running! This old smiling head and he's
2: Buster Brown, kid. Everybody's
1: Only one kind of shoes for me. Good old Buster Brown. Yes, kid, yes, Buster Brown. is on the air, out here in Hollywood with Smiling Ed, Squeaky the Mouse, Midnight the Cat, and Froggy the Gremlin. And we're going to start our program off right now with our story. But at the end of our story, kid. Be sure to listen closely, because I've got a big surprise to tell you about, and it's really something. Don't you miss what I've got to say now at the end of our story. Well, kids, today we travel thousands of miles to far off India for another story of little Ganga, the East Indian boy, and his great bull elephant, Tila. Now, you remember that Ganga worked as a mahout—that that is, a trainer and driver of elephants, for the young Maharaja of Bakor, who was very fond of Ganga. However, on this one sunny day, Ganga's only concern was to get the dirt from Teela's broad back, and so he rode the great elephant into the river for a scrubbing.
3: Hi, Teela. What a dirty elephant. When I am not around, do you spend all your time rolling in the mud? Ah... Uh... I vow you are the dirtiest elephant in all India. Sometimes I think instead of scrubbing you, Ganga, I should... Ganga! Ganga! Singh, why are you here? You should be at the villages collecting taxes.
4: Ganga, bring Teela from the river. I must talk with thee. But why are you Can not... It is a precious urgency, Ganga. Come to speak with me.
3: Very well. Go, Teela. Now, your trunk, Teela. Put me down so. Now, Zee, why are you not at the villages collecting taxes? It is a very strange story, Ganga.
4: I must tell the Maharaja. Will you come with me so that he will grant me an audience? But anyone can go to speak with the Maharaja. He does not hold himself above us. Oh, it is that he is your friend Why,
3: I am a servant. Please come with me. I will tell you the story first as we go. Very well. I will go to the Maharaja with you, Singh. A moment until I put my elephant in. And so it is the thing has a strange story to tell, Excellency.
5: A strange story of happenings in my villages?
4: One village, Maharaja Sahib, Ramhat.
5: Ramhat, oh? The people there are industrious and quiet.
4: Tell so the s- story. It is a strange one, Maharaja Sahib. In a large cave, just a short way from the village, sits a great statue of the goddess Aditi. It towers perhaps 30 feet almost to the ceiling of the cave. And the hands cross in front of it. The great stone mouth is open. And when the villagers come to worship the goddess, it speaks with them. What? (laughs) A statue which speaks? (laughs) What a ridiculous thing. I I speak with truth, Excellency. The statue tells the people to throw their rupees into its great mouth. They stand upon the hands of the statue... Then the great arms move and lift them high so they can toss the rupees into the mouth.
5: Oh, what are you saying,
4: Singh? The arms of the statue move and lift the people? It is true, excellency. Then if the worshipper does not throw sufficient rupees into the mouth, the great hands throw the person himself into the mouth and they are never seen again. And the taxes were refused. Because of the statue, the people of Ramhat have no money for taxes. Uh, Singh,
5: our province is tolerant of many things. We do not tax the people heavily, as do many of the rulers. But to maintain our government, we must have the small amount the village is supposed to pay. I think this story of the statue is simply a way to avoid paying the tax. Singh, go back to Ramhat and tell the Patel he must pay the tax.
1: And so Singh returned to Ramhat. But very shortly, he was back with the same story. After he told the story again, the Maharaja let him return to his quarters and held a council with Ganga and a faithful old servant named
5: Mago. This is all nonsense, a statue of Aditi which can speak and move its arms.
3: But, Excellency, this time did Singh see and hear the statue. Singh is a truthful man. Uh, Perhaps the wine in Ramhat is strong. I myself know, Excellency. That thing drinks no wine. Excellency, the villagers say that when the statue first appeared, when suddenly the cave, which was sealed for centuries, was found open, the statue commanded them to worship. At first they were frightened, but then good rains came, as the statue promised, and the crop was good, and there was prosperity in the village. But it is silly. Crops were good,
5: and the rain was heavy all over this part of India. Uh, Ganga, get seed. Put the howdah on Tila. You will all go at once to Ramhat. I think we can show them that a statue, a lump of stone, can neither speak nor move.
2: Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed.
0: I
1: I know you're going to like this story. But before we go on with it, have you been down to the school day's jamboree at your Buster Brown Shoe Man's to get your free copy of our Buster Brown comic book number twenty-eight? (laughs) Well, if you haven't, you'd better hurry. You just wait till you read the story about Tanya, the space siren, and the one about Ganga, the elephant boy. Oh, are they exciting. And of course, buddies, while you're at the Buster Brown Shoe Dealers, that's a good time to look at all the new Buster Brown shoes for going back to school. Yes, sirree. The shoes old Smiling Ed wants to see on all his buddies. And all his sweethearts, too. Look for the special shoes the gang here on the radio picked out for you for going back to school. And be sure to get your free comic book. It's 32 pages, kids, all in color. But remember, kids, always look inside your going back to school shoes for that picture of Buster and Tige.
5: That's my dog, Tige. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown.
3: Look for me in there, too.
1: That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you know they're genuine Buster Brown shoes. Now back to our story. Well, when the Maharaja of Bacor sent his man Singh to the village of Ramhat to collect the yearly taxes... He didn't expect the man to return with a strange story, yet Singh told the Maharaja and his little friend Ganga a weird story of a statue of the goddess of Aditi that stood 30 feet high in a cave. He told them that the arms of the huge stone statue moved, lifting people high enough so they could toss money into its open mouth. The Maharaja refused to believe the fantastic story, and so they put the howdah on Tila, the boy's elephant, and then the Maharaja, Ganga Singh, and old Mago went at once to the village of Ramhat. But even as they approached the village, the people were gathered in the big cave that housed the stone statue. Old Balat, the Patel, or head man of the village, stood erect, his arms widespread. And the
0: statue spoke to him. Balat, Aditi commands you to worship. We have come to worship, O oh, great goddess Aditi. It is good, Balat. But first the tribute. You, O Balat, as Patel of the village, step upon my hands of stone that I may lift you. Come. I come, Aditi. I am ready, O Aditi. I lift you, Balat. The coins, Balat. Toss the rupees into my mouth. Two golden rupees, O oh Aditi. Hmm. It is good, Balat. Now I will lower you to the ground. Send another with a tribute, Balat. Kubar,
4: go to Aditi. Majestua, Balat.
0: The tribute, Kubar. One rupee, Kubar? It is not enough for Aditi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: when Kubar dropped only one rupee into the open mouth of the huge stone statue of the goddess Aditi, the voice said at once, It is not enough, Kubar. And instantly the great arms lifted and Kubar was catapulted into the wide open mouth to disappear. Of course the crowd of villagers was frightened and awed. The statue at once stopped speaking and worship began. It was at this moment that Teela moved up outside the cave carrying the Maharaja Ganga Mago and Singh.
5: Look at them, Worshipping a statue of stone. Ganga. Yes, Excellency. Take Teela right up to that statue. We will soon see about this. This is good. Stop here, Ganga.
4: Stop, Teela. People of Ramhat. People of Ramhat. What is
5: this I find you doing? Worshipping a statue of stone. Have your minds
2: left you? Excellency, we didn't expect a visit from you.
5: Valad, you are the Patel of this village. Why do you permit your people to bow down before a stone statue? Why do you worship a false god? But, Excellency,
2: suddenly we found the cave open and the statue of Aditi here. The statue spoke to us and promised us grain and good crops and rain, and such happened.
5: The statue spoke? (laughs) <laughs> that is ridiculous. Stone cannot speak.
2: But she speaks with us always and lifts us up in our great hands, so we may make our offerings. Speak, O oh Aditi, that the Maharaja Sahib may hear your voice.
5: You see, stone does not speak, nor can this thing move its arms. Ganga, move Kila close to the statue. Yes, excellently. <laughs>
2: Enough, dear. Now, let me climb to the statue.
5: Ah, sir, you see, I stand on the great hands. Do they move to lift me? Does the voice speak to me? People of Ramhat, this is a false god. I must tell you. (laughs)
0: Turn to the statue. What is there we can do? We will all be killed.
3: You are very foolish, Ganga. Perhaps the statue will kill us all. Pa, the way you two talk, the statue is stolen, nothing more. But
0: we saw it swallow the Maharaja, Ganga. Yes, did
3: I. But I do not believe what I see. Somehow I think the Maharaja is alive. I will try to find him. Go, Tila. Ganga, it is dangerous to tamper with the gods. Enough of this talk. The statue of Aditi is no goddess. Wait. Stop, Tila! You two stay here in the Ava and do not leave. Ganga, I think we should not be here. The because... gods. Stop such talk. But because you are fearful, I have stopped Tila here at the entrance to the cave. I will enter alone. Well, be careful, boy, be careful. I shall be. Tila, your trunk, let me down. <coughs> Do not worry, Mago. Ah. So, I stand on the hands.
4: Guys, Please. quickly, get down from the hands
3: before you do it. Be quiet, Singh. Now, if I can only... I
2: have... I... What? Ah.
4: Oh, what? Why in the
5: world did you climb that statue? Oh, Excellency... Where are we? What happened? It is simple enough. Those stone arms work by machinery of some kind, I know that. The arms toss you through the mouth, and inside of the mouth there is a big pipe. A pipe big enough to hold a man. And in it, you slide down to this place. We are in a deep pit under this statue.
3: At least, then, excellency, we have proven the stone goddess is no goddess at all.
5: Yes, we have proven that. But Dunga... This pit is full of people who are already nearly dead of thirst and hunger.
3: I.e., there is no door.
5: It may be that this place will be our grave.
4: I think we should go quickly from this place. It is a bad place,
3: hey, I am fearful also. The Maharaj have gone, and now Ganga. Perhaps we should return to the palace to tell the others.
4: Perhaps we should also send our runner from the palace to the British regent. He would know what to do. That is what we will do. Drive the elephants thing.
3: Let us go back to the palace.
4: I will do so. Tila. go, Tila. I... He, he does not want to obey. Tira, Go. Go, Tila! Mago, I, I cannot make
2: the beast move. I, I do not know what to do.
4: Tila!
2: I can't do it. Tila, oh, Tila. Tila! Come to me! Come, Tila! Come! What? I am to No! No! Stop, Tila! Stop! Tila.
3: out
1: of here. It was the work of but a few minutes for the powerful elephant to draw the Maharaja and Ganga from the pit. Then the four of them surveyed the wreckage of the stone statue. The cave was full of smashed stone, and the statue of Aditi was
5: ruined forever. Well... At least we can now convince the people that this stone statue is no god.
3: Aye, but they are people with little knowledge, Excellency. It is natural that they should fear the speaking statue.
5: I suppose so. But a man was behind this that I know. And somehow... Excellency, look. There, where the wreckage is heaviest. A man is lying there. Come on, Ganda. See,
3: Excellency. A woman also.
5: They are dead. These are the evil ones, Garner. You see there, the wheels and pulleys. That is the machinery which lifted the arms. I think when daylight comes and we search the wreckage, we will find the speaking tube which made the statue speak with the voice of this woman. Excellent! Excellency! Gold rupees! Thousands of them. What?
2: Thousands of
5: gold rupees! Uh, a broken basket, and the floor is covered. Where? There is the wealth of Ramhar. We can give the people their money back tomorrow. Now will they believe that this stone goddess was false.
4: I was the fearful one, Excellency. Now even I believe.
5: Good. Someday, perhaps, the people of India will outlive their superstitions about false gods and spirits. Then we can help them. Uh, Ganga. Yes, Excellency. Get Tila and the rope. Lower me into the pit. We will bring out the poor people who are trapped there. Yes,
3: Excellency. Trapped by a false god, which is no more.
2: Oh, I knew you'd like
1: that story, buddy And I know that none of my gang will ever have trouble over any false gods either Because we all know our ten commandments that we learn in church and Sunday school Especially the one that says, thou shalt have no other gods before me and now, let's see. Uh... Big yes, smiling in. Yes. Oh, it's a beautiful day, no? Oh, well, for goodness sake, kids, it's our old friend, Mr. Trevor, the great explorer. <laughs> well, dear <came laughs> Wes, <with, laughs> Mr. Trevor, I'm glad you came. Hey, you sit down there while I remind my buddies how to find the store nearest to Macelle, bust them that sells busted brown shoes. It's easy now, kids. Just look in the yellow pages of your telephone book under the heading called Shoes. There you find the name Buster Brown Shoes. And below it, the name and address of the store nearest you where you can buy our swell Buster Brown Shoes. And, kids, no matter which store you go to for your Buster Brown Shoes, you'll find those Buster Brown Shoe men really know how to fit you. Oh, yes, and when you get Buster Brown Shoes, kids, ha, you've really got something.
5: <coughs> <coughs> That's my dog, Tig. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too. Yeah,
1: that's right, Buster <coughs> Brown. <coughs> What'd you say, Squeaky the Mouse? <coughs> oh, oh, sure. I know you're going to play your little Swiss bells for us today. They're little teeny bells, and when he picks one of them up and shakes it, it makes a note. They make different notes. They're here on his little table, so. Now go ahead, Squeaky. Watch it. See, you, a cute little mouse. Oh, look at him jump around and him What's that? Oh, I know. You're playing Liza game, little Liza Jane, yeah. Oh, my goodness, how he hops about. Watch him shake his tail. Look. All over the Oh, Oh, sure, you're doing pretty good. I know you're doing fine. You haven't made a mistake yet.
4: Look at that. Oh,
1: how he you shake those? the wrong one that time, Squeaky? the one that, that's the, one that, that's the one right there. <laughs> Oh, that was just fine, Squeaky. And now, plunk your magic quanger, Froggy. <laughs> <laughs> hiya, kid, hiya. hiya. <laughs> Well, you better tell the kids your story, Mr. Traveler.
2: That's right, I must tell the kids. Well, children, I-, I wish to tell you about my last trip to Africa. Yeah, while I was down there, I had a young servant whose name was Ziggle. And his father's name was Zickle too. So Zickle called his father... Pop Zickle. Yeah, called him Pop Zickle. That's right. No! no, he did not right. Oh, you little bit nothing, you. Look, Ziggle's father snored at night. and kept a whole camp awake. His snoring sounded just like a motor.
1: He was a motor Zickle.
2: Sure, it was like a motorcycle.
1: Stop.
2: <laughs> Look, stop making me say the wrong thing, you. Look, children, in the jungle, we end up Ziggle's village, or a native village where the people ate snakes. Well, when we arrived, the day is welting us by thinking. Oh, it was a beautiful song called... Uh... If
1: I'd known you were coming out of bake the snake.
2: Yeah, if I'd known you was coming out of bake the snake, bake the snake. No! 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 Oh, look, in Africa, I always carried an elephant gun.
3: It belonged to the elephant.
2: Certainly, It belonged to an elephant. No! No! Uh, 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 where, where would an elephant carry a gun? In his trunk. Of course. Elephants always carry their tons full of guns. No! No, he does not! <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Look, I... Shut my face and stick my finger in your mouth. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, look, so... Look, our children. And, you know, one time in the jungle, I caught six giant ants.
3: You had pants in your ants.
2: Yeah, I had pants in my ants. No, no, I didn't... <laughs> oh, now, be quiet, you. Look, look, one day I caught a large female ant, and the next day I tapped her husband. My female aunt's husband. Well, your uncle. Yeah, it was my uncle, sure. No, he... Oh, no, no, no. I'm not talking about my own aunt's husband. I'm talking about... Your father's mustache. Sure, my father's mustache. All of a sudden comes on it. No, it... Oh No, you... You dumb couple. Look, the insects and bugs, I forgot, are terrible. The insects drove me crazy. And that's why you're buggy. Of course, that's why I'm buggy. Yeah, no, it... <laughs> I am not bugging you. Now, look, children, let me tell you. I bought about my lion hunt. To attract the lion, we tied up a young goat in the clearing in the jungle. Then we climbed a tree to wait. Suddenly, a lion appeared. He lifted his head and sniffed.
1: He smelled the goat. And goat smelled you.
2: Sure, the goat smelled me. No! No, oh, children, I lifted my gun shot the lion and had my picture taken with it. When on the picture it said, this is the biggest lion ever shot in Africa. Not
5: the
3: biggest liar in Africa.
2: Yeah, the biggest liar and the biggest lion. No! Not the... You make me so mad I wish the lion would eat you up! Oh, he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you
2: ought to know by now, Mr. Traveler, that you can't. Oh, no, no, drugs. I just I, I, I will make a humble out of him. I chop a little bit. Oh, now, now,
1: now, Mr. Traveler, uh, just uh, calm down. Don't be uh, angry. No. Oh, look, Midnight's going to play her cigar box fiddle for us. Uh, say, Mr. Traveler, why don't you sing? Well, if you insist. <laughs> well, that's better. Okay, Midnight, go ahead now and play your little cigar box fiddle. Mr. Traveler's going to sing with you, so go ahead. Oh,
2: there. Oh, where has my little dog gone? Oh, where, oh, where can he be? His tail is long and his ears are short. Oh, where, oh, where can he be?
1: Singing. Oh, that's just fine midnight midnight, Mr. Travis. And kids, oh. don't miss out on our new comic book number 28. Oh, oh it's a Jim Dandy, all in color. Oh. And don't miss us next week on the radio, either. Oh, my oh. old Smiling Ed's going to have a brand new kind oh. of a story for you. But say, gang, before we talk about next Saturday, old Smiling Ed wants to tell you again all about the big doings oh. at your Buster oh. brown dealers. Oh. Yes, sirree, kids. The school day's jamboree is going full swing there. And the new Buster Brown comic book number 28 is there waiting for you. Free for the asking. So you get yours. And while you're there, you can see all those Buster Brown shoes for going back to school, too. You know, most all the kids will be wearing new Buster Brown shoes back to school this year because most all the kids are members of Smiling Ed's gang. And that means they always wear Buster Browns. Good-looking, long-wearing Buster Browns. The kind of shoes you gotta wear if you're gonna be a real member of my Buster Brown gang. Just remember, look inside the shoes and find that picture of the boy and his dog.
5: That's my dog, Ty. He lives in a shoe. I'm Buster Brown. Look for me in there, too.
1: That's right. Look for the picture of the boy and his dog inside the shoe. Then you know they're genuine bust up brown shoes. Now, kids, we're going to tell the story next Saturday of the meanest dog in the world. It's a story called The Melon Patch Murder. Oh, don't you miss it. That's on the radio. Old Alkali Pete the Cowboy will be here, too, and we'll sure have fun. And now, has everybody had fun around here today, huh? Oh, that's one of them, buddy. Don't forget church and Sunday school and be listening next Saturday when you hear high Kids come a-running. I have to get my around now.